Hi there, and welcome back to another week of our RLC Sermon Chat podcast. We are excited to have Pastor Steve back with us this week. Um, are we though? Are we? Are we excited? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. We're. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, mostly. Mostly. <laughs> I think people yeah. are excited. Always excited to hear the things that come out of your mouth because we never know. I mean, where you it's never know. Go. It's uh, yeah, one of probably the joys of their lives. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think so. But it is good to be here. It's good to be back. Yeah. And um, I just always, it's always a, a pleasure to be able to talk a little bit more about the sermon. Mm-hmm. It is. I agree. So we moved from our Kingdom yeah. Parables series. We wrapped that up. And this mm-hmm. week was Ascension Sunday. Correct. And we, uh, you talked about the idea of infatuation versus love. Yeah. And... Um, can you give us a little bit refresher? It's later in the week now. You know. <laughs> we... Yeah, at my age, you, you, we forget things. Is yes, that, yes, this is your point. <laughs> yeah, I think the the main premise was the response of then the disciples to the ascension of Jesus. And as I read the text, it struck me that they got stuck looking up into mm. the sky. Mm. And you know what? You know this, Amanda. You read a text that you've read a bazillion times before and you notice something that you've never noticed before. And that was one of those things. I thought, well, wait a minute. (laughs) Why are they looking up into the sky? And the angel said sky. They, they didn't, they didn't say, why are you looking at Jesus? Mm -hmm. I think my, I presume that he had already ascended and is now uh, seated at the right hand of the Father. So they're kind of stuck looking up in the sky, and, and so I kind of rolled around in my head, well, why are they, what are they doing? And it was, it wasn't lost on me that Jesus said, I, I've got work for you to do. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. First, he said, this isn't the time that I will establish my kingdom. And I think yeah. he met here on earth. Yeah. And then he said, and then you will be my witnesses to, in Jerusalem, Samaria, or Judea, Samaria, to the ends of the earth. Right. And uh, so that was their work. They were to give witness, test, eyewitness testimony of, of uh, Jesus. So now, instead of getting to that work, they stand kind of uh, stuck looking up in the sky. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know what they were thinking. Maybe they thought... Uh, to themselves, um, is he coming back? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Maybe they were waiting for him to just is pop back down. What's happening? <laughs> is he going to go get the angel armies? Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, or they thought, well, um, uh, maybe we have time to get to this work. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I don't know. But I think my thought was then oftentimes we get stuck. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then we get to a place where... There's work to do, but we're gazing up in the sky, kind of gawking at the risen Lord. Mm-hmm. And then we aren't doing what we have been tasked, and that is the same as the disciples, to make disciples. Yeah. To, to give witness and testimony to Jesus Christ. Yeah. That was kind of the that whole idea. Sense. And yep. then, you know, love, I believe, um, when we really understand the love of the grace and love of God through Jesus Christ mm-hmm. that we then respond lovingly uh, with good works. Yeah. So 
one of the verses that has helped shape my life of faith and ministry and servitude is from Ephesians chapter 2. It's a good one. You might think I'm going to say 8 or 9, but I'm really (laughs) going to say verse 10. Yes. But I'll read 8 and 9. For it is by grace, says Paul to the church at Ephesus, you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God. Then verse 9, not by works, so that no one can boast. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus, to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. That's verse 10. Mm-hmm. But oftentimes we get stuck looking up into the, to the sky, mm-hmm. saying we have been saved by grace through faith. Mm. Period. End of story. Yeah. We're done now. Yeah. This is it. I've, I've got my ticket punched to heaven. <laughs> um, not by my own doing. Fire insurance. Taken Fire insurance. Care of. <laughs> I'm done. And I'm good to go. Yeah. So maybe I'll come to worship on Sundays if it's if it works in my schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, beyond that, I, I don't really owe God anything. Yeah. Well, verse 10 says that we do owe God something, not for the sake of salvation, mm-hmm. but for the sake of the gospel and as a response of love. To think that we are God's handiwork, we are created then in Christ Jesus to do good works. And these works were prepared in advance for us to do. Yeah. So this idea of infatuation, I suggested that many Christians are kind of caught there. Because we stop at verse 9 in Ephesians 2 Mm. and say, um, by grace, through faith, I have been saved. Yeah. That's infatuation. And the transformation doesn't really happen. Yeah, there's no no transformation. We kind of stay how we were. Right. Yeah. And then we don't do the work that God has prepared for us to do, Mm -hmm. which is witness to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yeah. So I, I... I took this opportunity and the example of the disciples kind of stuck in awe and mm-hmm. gawking up at Jesus. Um, I said, you know, they were locked up mm. to say, are we locked up? Yeah. And I think that's a good question. Yeah. Are, are we locked up just infatuated with Jesus? Mm. Mm-hmm. Because if that's the case, then our relationship with Christ may be efficacious for salvation, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but not for spiritual or, uh, spiritual formation and Christian growth. Yeah, well, and it doesn't lead to that abundant life that Jesus yeah. talks about. You know, he That's talks good. about, I came not just to give you life, but abundant life, life to the full. Right. And mm-hmm. we really, I would argue, only get to experience that when we are being transformed by, by yeah. God. Yeah, many of us define eternal life as something that happens after we die. Yes. And um, I think in the verse that you quoted, that's what Jesus means. We have life. Yes. That is eternal life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we are not condemned to the to the punishment of eternal death. And we have an abundant life that begins with Jesus. Yeah. Today Even and now. now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So then I talked about... Um, what it looks like for one to move from infatuation in and of Jesus mm-hmm. to an actually loving response to God. Yeah. And there were seven points, and that's just kind of how it worked out. Yep. Was, <laughs> yeah, and seven's a 
the number for completion. It and is, perfect. yep. But this sermon was neither complete. It was complete and perfect, right? Nor perfect. No, it, nope, it was not either one of those things. But it's just, I hope mostly that I provided some space for people to consider mm-hmm. how am I responding to the love of God? Yeah. Because it's easy to just stay infatuated and not it move. Is. And in awe of God. Yeah. It's, it's harder to get down into the nitty gritty and mm-hmm. and give witness and testimony and serve. It is. Well, it's like like the difference between a wedding and a marriage. <laughs> you know, yeah. a wedding you kinda you make that initial commitment and sure. you proclaim, yeah. you know, this is the person yeah. I choose and I love. And then it doesn't stop there. That's really the you do starting the hard line. work of marriage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you have to show up day by day and you have to mm-hmm. you know invest in it and yeah and if you leave it at just a wedding it will be a pretty disappointing relationship right and and that's where some do leave it yeah they don't really do the hard work of mm-hmm. marriage mm-hmm. yeah um, and yeah go ahead oh i say yeah. so was there anything you know mm. you covered a lot of ground was there anything that you left on the cutting room floor that if you got to do a 40 minute or right. you know however long mm-hmm. sermon that you would have liked to include it or unpacked a little bit more? Yeah, my number five could have been a sermon in and of <clears throat> itself. Mm-hmm. And that was that um, when we're infatuated, we are in a relationship that simply admires the mm-hmm. other. Mm-hmm. But when we're in love and responding lovingly, we are uh, deeply convicted. And namely, we're convicted or convinced that we are in a relation loving relationship with the God of the universe and nothing can take that away. And then we respond appropriately. Mm-hmm. So I, I read from Romans eight, for I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation, and here's the key will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Hmm. The problem with that is, I think, um, many of us don't hold this conviction. Yeah. And or we don't live as if it's true. What I mean by that is we live, I think, maybe more like we believed uh, the doctrine of deism. Deism says that God is far off and not mm-hmm, close, mm-hmm. and God is otherwise occupied with things that are more important than me. Right. And every other world religion, except for Christianity, practices deism. Just spend some time studying, <laughs> and you find that, yeah, God is uninterested. God is not really available. Which um, kind of makes sense logically to us because we look well, at the why world. Would God be, yeah, yeah the, the, the psalmist there's so asks, much in it. I think it's the psalmist. Mm-hmm. Asks, "What well, God? Why are you even mindful yeah. of me?" Yes. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Who am I that you're mindful of me? Right. Mm-hmm. And and I think that that's a good question, but it's because of God's love. Yeah. That He's mindful of us. I'm mindful because I love you. Yeah. And. We, uh, I think many Christians are just in a relationship um, 
that admires Jesus. Mm-hmm. He was a good man. We may even say that he was a he's a good God. Right. And man. Mm-hmm. But still that God is far off. Yeah. And it doesn't spill out into our lives. No. You know, especially yeah. outside of Sunday mornings, maybe, or Sunday evenings. Yeah, depending. exactly. Mm-hmm. So we, we come here on Sunday. We, we ascribe to God as worth. That's worship. And then we're other and then we're otherwise separated from him. Yeah. Um, but we're in that case, we're doing the separating. Mm-hmm. God isn't mm-hmm. doing the separating. So, yeah. yeah, if I had more time, I would I almost entitled this sermon. Stop admiring Jesus. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh that's, a, that's a spicy one. I, I like um, it. Well, yes, you know me. I'm very. Spicy. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> Yeah, I think it's easy for people to kind of live in the mm-hmm. polarities where either yeah. we sort of compartmentalize and don't mm-hmm. really think about it because it's not that important or yeah. we take it for granted and yeah. we think, well, Jesus loves me. Mm-hmm. God loves me no matter what. And right. and we let it rest there. Right. And, and we say things like, yeah, Jesus was a good dude. He lived yeah. a good life. Mm-hmm. He's a good God. Mm-hmm. But And so we were admiring him, yep. but we're not... Then we separate ourselves, yeah, and say, you know, it's 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 just a simple uh, relationship of admiration, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and love does not um, factor in. Mm. Anyway, that's that's. that's I'll preach that sermon one of these days. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you will. <laughs> so one of the things you talked about was this idea of gawking at Jesus, mm-hmm. and so what is the difference between gawking as mm. we I think correctly see the disciples doing here yeah. versus um, being in awe and having appropriate yeah. reverence for for Jesus. Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. I I want to think about that a minute. Yeah, let it percolate as you <laughs> as you say. <laughs> percolate, yeah. Mm-hmm. Stew, mm-hmm. <laughs> simmer. Yeah, because it's easy, you know, and I mm. think all of us can can relate to this idea of standing there like I can't I can't imagine watching Jesus ascend mm-hmm. and then thinking okay where do I go from here what do I mm-hmm. do and so we relate to them being stuck and then you know the flip side is we are called to be reverent to God and to be in awe of who mm-hmm. Jesus is and what God has done yeah. but they're different too yeah so I would say that this is a tension the Christian lives in regularly Mm. and i would first seek to understand what it what it means to be in awe of someone or especially god i suppose Mm -hmm. god to someone yeah um to to be in awe means to give appropriate respect to and reverence of Mm -hmm. um to gawk means to be totally enamored with and um just because we gawk doesn't mean we're respecting yeah. or um, reverencing. Mm, that's a good distinction. So th- this is, this is <laughs> how I, I would uh, say this. Um, on the one hand, so I, I, would be, I would be clear of kind of the, the pitfalls of this um, particular problem. And mm-hmm. so the first pitfall is that we are... Um, overly in awe of God. Yeah. And uh, that that means that 
we uh, practice deism, mm -hmm, as I've mm -hmm, talked about. Mm -hmm. The other side of the equation, the other polarity that we might move to is, um, I, I like to say it's defined by um, <laughs> the, the little uh, plastic caricature of Jesus with either, you know, uh, hand, you know, the, <laughs> the, the finger guns, the finger guns uh -huh. um, uh, that, that says, uh, you know, Jesus is my buddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or Jesus is up. my homeboy. Jesus is my mm -hmm, homeboy. Mm -hmm. On the one end, then, the one polarity is that, you know, is deism. God has nothing to do with me. You know, he has better things to do. Uh, yeah, the other and end, it's far out of my it's reach. far off. Yeah. The other one is that God is so close you know, that, that he's a bro dude, yes. you know, Hey, Jesus is my bro. Dude. Yeah. Uh, th that's not acceptable either. Right. So the tension then, and I, so I would rather define the polarities to say, we know when we're off when, mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. each of us lives differently in this gray area in between. Yeah. So it's not a black and white. So for me to show God, uh, reverence and respect might look mm -hmm, different than mm -hmm. somebody else. Yeah. But the the key is that, it, so I, I'm, I'm uh, being evasive. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what, <laughs> what, it, what that looks like. Well, yeah. Because I think it's a spectrum. The key is maintaining the right tension between mm -hmm. deism and buddy Jesus. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. yeah between a, a God who is far mm -hmm. off far and high above us. Right. You know, I think of, of other denominations within Christianity, like in Catholicism, yeah, where you have off. to have that priest to yes. intercess for you. And mm -hmm. it, there's a lot, a lot less accessibility. Correct. You know, and then we also have denominations that are very much the flip side where Bloody it's Jesus. a very, yeah, yeah, very casual or, mm -hmm. you know, I think of that movie, I think it was Talladega Nights, where oh, yeah, um, yeah, Will yeah, Ferrell's yeah. talking about, you know, I like my Jesus as a baby in a manger, and right. you know, we so he's praise to the little baby yes, Jesus. Little baby yeah, Jesus. that's a that would be slipping off into <laughs> yes. the irreverent. Yes, yes, absolutely. Spot. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, yeah, good question, and um, I think the way I would answer again is maintain a proper tension. Yeah. Uh, and right space mm. between deism and buddy Jesus. Yeah, that's a good a good thought, yeah. good instruction. And so one of the things, you know, the main main idea was this uh, difference between infatuation and love. Mm. And so you talked a lot about what it looks like um, yeah. in the seven the seven areas. Mm -hmm. But again, how can we tell? where we are like if someone mm, someone yeah. came to you and was like hey i i really i want to be in love with jesus but what does that actually look like how do mm -hmm. i move from how do i know if i've moved from infatuation mm. into that loving relationship i don't think jesus made it hard mm. um to understand or to know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's hard to do mm. So I'll uh, I'll set a really high bar here because it's not my bar; it's <laughs> Jesus' bar. <laughs> I would say the answer is, or could be, there may be more than one answer. Yeah. Um, I would ask this question: um, Am I living? Um, a life that 
looks like, that's following, that's adhering to Jesus' teaching mm. in the Sermon on the Mount. Mm. Mm. I think Matthew oh, chapter five, high bar. six, and seven. It's a super high bar, <laughs> and I didn't set it. Yeah. <laughs> so don't shoot the messenger, is what you're saying, right? I think <laughs> I, 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 yeah. Again, if our goal is mm-hmm. to respond lovingly to Jesus, and um, we do that, I think uh, there there are plenty of scriptures yeah. to say that we do that by following. Uh, God's commands. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then Jesus summed up the commands in this one command, love the Lord your God. Yeah. Heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. Mm -hmm. Okay. What does that look like? I think Jesus in the Sermon on on the Mount gave a very spectacular and specific Mm -hmm. three chapters of this is what it looks like yeah. to love God and others. Mm. Mm. Ta-da! That's it. <laughs> so again, I think it's pretty simple. I, yeah. I would go to Matthew chapters five, six, and yeah, seven. Yeah, I think that's a great. It's simple in terms response. of understanding and knowing. Um, <clears throat> again, if if your life doesn't look like that, yeah, it's not a salvific issue, most likely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a discipleship, a followership, a, a sanctification, if you will, issue. Yeah. Um, so that that's a real answer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, there's no, I mean, again, we, we could come up with a bunch of Christian platitudes, like totally. like I talked about one of them. <laughs> yes. On Sunday, that well. Um, Okay, so if we really know God, we know peace. I so definitely had that as a keychain when I was in youth group. <laughs> why did you say that? You should not tell people this. I've grown in my theology and right. understanding. Here's a that. tip. Never say that again. <laughs> <laughs> I, had the, I had a bumper sticker. Yeah. <laughs> and I, that's kind of where my heart was. Yep. So we could we could say, well, yeah, I mean, if you're responding lovingly to God or in right. a love relationship, mm-hmm. well, you mm-hmm. have you have peace. Yeah. Um, or you know, we could even go to Paul and say, well, you know, fruit of the spirit. Right. Um, I, you know, and there, I, I would I would go with that argument. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. think it's better to ask the question. And am I living according to the Sermon on the Mount, mm. and as a, as a way to respond lovingly to the, the love God has for me. Yeah. Mm. And that, you're mm. right that that is a, it is a high bar, and it's yeah. difficult to do, but it's so transformative. And I think, I think, so. I think so often the world, even at large, for the most part, is pretty okay with Jesus. You know, they acknowledge, mm-hmm. yeah, he had some good ideas. He had, he had some, you know, nice teachings. And... Isn't that what the Doobie Brothers said? <laughs> Jesus is just all right. Yeah, mean, yeah, yes, yes. I think that sounds that sounds accurate. You're too young to know. You don't know what you're talking about. Correct. I'm trusting you, you're which trusting is maybe dangerous me. space. Um, you know, yeah, it's certainly dangerous space. <laughs> but we, the world, they like yeah. a comfortable Jesus, and 
what totally. we see mm-hmm. in that Sermon on the Mount is a Jesus who mm-hmm. invites us to live in a way that makes us uncomfortable and a lot of times makes even the people around us uncomfortable yeah. mm-hmm. um, and not yeah. not in a negative way, but it, yeah. it's just a way of going against yeah. the current of the world right. and going against just towing the line or falling into line with mm-hmm. what the world, how the world defines success or how the world defines relationships. Yep. And yeah, mm, mm, that's a tough one. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's absolutely. Listen, and I yeah. don't do it any better than the next person. Yeah. I, um, I'm with Paul when he says I'm the chief among sinners. Mm-hmm. I do mm-hmm. the things I don't want to do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the things I do want to do, I leave I do undone. Do. Uh-huh. I, I, mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. And if we're going to, follow Jesus seriously, mm-hmm. the Sermon on the Mount has to factor in yeah. there. I mm-hmm. think I think we've downplayed the, the Sermon on the Mount over the years. Yeah. And um, I think, and again, not for the sake of salvation, mm-hmm. by, by grace through faith. Right. I have been saved, but for the sake of um, Christian witness and mm-hmm. followership and mm-hmm. discipleship and spiritual formation and uh, God maturity and all yeah. the rest. Mm. That's good. Well, it's, I don't know if it's good. It's good and hard. You but know, it, it's, but it's, uh, <laughs> I think it's true. Yes. <laughs> well, I would argue that's probably the most important. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of a, a, a truth freak. Yes. Well, we're starting to wrap up our time. Do you want to leave us any clothing, closing thoughts? Clothing yeah. thoughts? <laughs> no, we don't need I those do, I do you. want to use, leave you with a clothing um, thought. <laughs> And, in uh, your UCLA themed kind my, of shirt yeah, that you have exactly. going, I almost right. wore my Trojan shirt yeah. today too, which is funny. But uh, it, no, that's not funny at all. <laughs> that would have been very disappointing, and you would have had to go home and change because um, I'm confident that in the RLC dress code, uh, yeah. it, says, <laughs> it says no USC garb. In fact, that's a direct quote. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so the yeah. closing thoughts yeah. that you have for Yeah, us. I'll leave the clothing remarks for another time. <laughs> but, uh, man, you really can't make a mistake around me, can you? <laughs> I'll shame I, you hey, I work you with, I work with teenagers. I, this oh, is nothing. Okay, like, <laughs> good. Right. Uh, I, I would say uh, simply, and, and, and again, this is, this is a, a hard concept mm-hmm. to to teach and preach, but I wouldn't. I would say it, um, do, it doesn't take more effort. Don't mm. try harder oh. mm. to move from infatuation to love of God. You mean don't leave here and make five hundred checklists and no. you know all of the yeah. <laughs> right, um, but rather fall in love with Jesus. Mm. We don't have to we don't have to try to fall in love with Jesus. Yeah. Jesus helps us in that space. So, uh this is not a this is not a gospel of go do more mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. um you got to be a human doing and not a human being. Yeah. But put yourself in a place to love Jesus. Mm. And um he'll uh give you, I mean this week we're celebrating Pentecost. Yeah. This is why I get to, I get to, I, I'm, I'm excited about moving from Ascension to Pentecost. Mm-hmm. 
This is the message I get to preach on Sunday. Yeah. Don't try harder. Mm. Allow the spirit to work within you. Mm. The spirit, this is the spirit's work, not our work. That's good. Yeah. That's maybe. Good. Yeah. It's maybe. Yeah. No, I, I like that. And I think especially in our Western culture, it's very easy for Right, us. I can do this. Yeah, yeah. I can do this. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. going to love Jesus. Right. I'm going to move from infatuation to loving yes. Jesus. Yeah, by my power and my strength. By power and, and strength my... and authority uh-huh. and control. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I just need to pray more or read the Bible more or mm-hmm. go to church more or mm-hmm. get involved in something more, more, more. But yeah. That's not, that may be the American way. That's not the Jesus mm-hmm. way. Hmm. Good distinction there. I would so I would simply even start with praying. Jesus, yeah. help me to love you. Mm. Help me to to love you. Mm. That's great. Simple prayer. Yeah. Well, on that note, why don't we do that? Let's pray. I set you up for a great transition. <laughs> you did. You and did. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you. Well done. Well done. <laughs> well, let's pray. God, as as Steve mm. said, uh, we do pray. Let us love you more. Uh, help us to. Move into that space of that deep abiding love, uh, that relationship that you continue to invite us into. Uh, We are thankful that even as we proclaim and profess our faith, that Mm -hmm. you do not leave us there. That when we surrender to you, that you have incredible ways of transforming us, of transforming our lives and our hearts. And so we surrender to you now. Help us to release uh, our desire to do and to perform and help us to be, to be in your presence, Mm. to dwell in you. Thank you, God, for this conversation and for the reminders that you give us each day um, of how loved we are, of, of who you are and how you see us. We surrender the rest of our week to you and ask that you will use it as you see fit. It's in the precious and powerful name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Amen. So a finger gun goodbye, dude. <laughs> I don't think I can do it. <laughs> okay. Come on, you can, you can do it. Well, we've loved having yeah. you guys join us for this conversation or whatever it was. And uh, we'll look forward to being back with you next week. As always, feel free to submit questions. Uh, you can do that through the notebook paper, the yellow slips, through email. Uh, Pastor Steve has even said carrier pigeon is acceptable. So, But not during hunting season. Yeah. <laughs> it might not work it out It might so be well. misunderstood <laughs> as a bird hunter. Okay, we better say goodbye. Yeah, we'll see you next God week. God bless you. <laughs> Bye.